Hello there, boxing fans around the world. Thanks for joining me once again on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. And we're going to start off with a quick little story out of Scotland, the fight that took place over this past weekend in Wishaw uh, Rivals, where Kevin Trainer took on Lewis Mulberry for the highly anticipated PBC British Super Featherweight Championship. Um, Trainer, who is 5-0 oh, with three knockouts going into the fight, uh, going toe-to-toe -to -toe against Basil Dunn's Lewis Mulberry, who was 4-1 going into the fight with one knockout. Uh, so the event uh, finally took place, and the heavily hyped clash exceeded all expectations. It was an exceptional, closely fought 12-round battle royale and is rightly being touted as a leading contender for fight of the year accolades. Uh, no surprise, really, as both Warriors went at it hammer and tongs for the full 12 rounds, much to the delight of the fans in attendance, as well as those around the world that watched the sensational contest live on fight. Speaking from his home, following some well-earned rest and relaxation with his family, um, trainer, who was victorious in that fight, by the way, said, what a night. The fight had been built up for the past year or so, and I think it definitely lived up to expectations and much more. Lewis was a great opponent, very, very explosive, but I kept my cool, stuck to my game plan, and everything went exactly the way I felt it would. Only thing I didn't expect was it to go to distance. I thought it I would have got to him, uh, I would have got him out of there early, but the lad proved how tough he was. So there was some uh, good fighting going on in Scotland this past weekend. I thought I'd bring you up to speed, having uh, missed that result uh, yesterday. Speaking of results. We got a report in from Split Team Management that four members of their stable posted victories on Friday night. Three of those victories came in Deadwood, South Dakota, as RGL Holmes Jr. remained undefeated with a 10-round unanimous decision over Vernon Brown in their uh, junior middleweight bout. Uh, uh, you know what Holmes said? He said, I was reborn tonight. This performance showed that I should, I still have it. It hurt my left hand in the second round. I couldn't punch how I wanted to. It was a bunch of pain, but I pulled through. In the opening bout, Giovanni Marquez made a successful pro debut with a four-round unanimous decision over Nelson Morales in their heavy, and sorry, in their welterweight bout. In a non-televised uh, bout, David Navarro won a six-round unanimous decision over Giovanni Guaman in a featherweight bout. And uh, over in P Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, Vienna Cruz remained undefeated, and I reported on this yesterday, with a four-round unanimous decision over Daniela Lopez in their bantamweight fight. So good decisions for uh, split team management. Quite proud of their fighters, and so are we. We look to see more results uh, coming in as we progress. Speaking of progressing, coming up, we see Mexicans Boxing's future will be on full display on March 24th on the RJJ Boxing Card, showcasing an undefeated quartet of professional boxing prospects. That's taking place in Nayarit, Mexico. As I said, presented by Roy Jones Jr. Boxing Promotions and Association de la O Promotions, World Cup Boxing Series, that's the WCBS, and Team Cruise Promotions. The action will be streamed live and exclusively on UFC Fight Pass. The four 19-year-old Mexican fighters have a combined pro record of 24-0 with 15 knockouts. Lightweights Jorge Loga Cota, who's 7-0 with five knockouts, and Marco Cota Moreno, was 5-0 with four knockouts, as well as twin Tepic brothers, featherweight Hector Perez-Cruz, who's 6-0 with five knockouts, and super featherweight 
Paolo Leon Perez Cruz, who's six and oh, five knockouts. So we look forward to seeing those uh, four fellas in action and the continuation of this uh, highly touted series that we've been reporting on for quite a while, that being the World Cup Boxing Series. Uh, to go further, a little deeper, the Mexican Quartet had an incredible 470 and 24 amateur record. Lugo was 155-15, Moreno was 146-4, Pablo was 86-2, and, and Hector Cruz 83-3. Wow. Said matchmaker uh, Guy Taylor, who's out of RJJ Boxing's camp, these young men are the future of boxing in Mexico. I've never heard, I've never had four undefeated boxers with nearly 500 combined amateur victories, all under the age of 20, fighting on the same card as this. Wow. Cota, who's been named a semi-regular fighting on RJG Boxing and UFC Fight Pass shows, is matched against Ricardo Palmito Badillo Rodriguez, who's 7-2-2 two two with one knockout, also fighting out of Tepic. Um, the Cruz twins are slated to fight in six and four rounds, respectively. Hector versus cross-town rival Victor Tyson Rodriguez, who's 2-0. and And Paulo is going, no, we haven't, we don't know yet know who Paulo is going against. So anyway, uh, in, in a co-featured uh, event, WBO Latino super middleweight champion Lester Martinez, who's 10 and 0 with nine knockouts, returns on the RJJ boxing card uh, to, to on a non-title fight. Uh, the WBO number 14 rated Martinez, who fights out of Guatemala City in Guatemala, figures to be tested in an eight-round bout by Luis uh, Jose Luis Zuniga, who's 16 and six with one uh, with draw and nine knockouts, and he's the former Mexican super welterweight champion looks to be a fantastic card and great news from rjj boxing out of mexico elsewhere oh this is interesting i just reported the other day that uh matchroom had uh announced about taking place in barcelona the first that i had reported on and now i see the matchroom and opi have announced uh, a return to italy uh where super middleweights will take center stage uh, Daniel Scardina and Giovanni De Carolis are meeting in a huge all-Italian showdown on Friday, May 13th at the Alliance Cloud in Milan. While unbeaten 168-pound talent Ivan Zuko faces Marco Niklic at the Palazzetto dello Sport in uh, his Piemonte hometown on Friday, April 22nd. Both shows shown live worldwide on The Zone. Uh, Scardina is actually undefeated. He's 20 and 0 with 16 knockouts, and he's defending his WBO Intercontinental Super Middleweight title against De Carolis, who's 29, 10 and 1 with 13 knockouts of his own. Uh, but there's so much more at stake, apparently, with bragging rights as the number 168 pounder in the country to be settled on that night. In support of the Scardina and De Carolis card, Spaniard Mary Romero, who's 7 2 and 2. Uh, sorry, who's 7-2-2 knockouts, will make the second defense of her European Super Bantamweight title against Italy's Maria Kecci, who's 6-0, uh, with one knockout. Uh, the vacant Italian Super Bantamweight title will be claimed by Vincenzo Lafimina, who's 10-0 with five knockouts, or Matteo Lecca, who's 9-2 with four knockouts. And there's an eight-round action for wel welterweight Maxime Prodan, who's 19-1-1 with 15 knockouts, while super welterweight Christian Cangaliso, who's 6-0 with two knockouts, and cruiserweight Oranzo Bardari, who's 2-0, two knockouts, will fight in six-round bouts as well. It's going to be important and a great fight, says Scardina. We are super focused, 
It'll be a great show, live, worldwide, showing at the zone. Said uh, De Corrales, I am thrilled to compete with Daniel. It's a great match that Italian boxing needs and will, be, will attract great attention on an international level. Well, we certainly hope so, and we're trying our best to promote it all the same. Elsewhere, in other news, we see that uh, Virgil Ortiz Jr., who had to pull out of Saturday's fight, uh, has spoken to the press. Um, and this is courtesy of Boxing News uh, 24, uh, an article written by Dan Ambrose. He says, rising welterweight star Virgil Ortiz Jr. spoke for the first time just hours following his decision to pull out of Saturday night's fight against Michael McKinson, following being diagnosed with rhabdomyolosis. The 23-year-old Ortiz, who's 18-0 with 18 knockouts, having scheduled the fight in the main event on a Golden Boy card against the unbeaten British fighter McKinson, who's 26-0 with two knockouts. Uh, that was to be shown in the zone at the Galen Center in Los Angeles, California. Sorry to my fans, friends, and family. We will be back soon, said Virgil uh, Ortiz Jr. on Instagram and sending a message to his supporters. There's no word yet on whether Ortiz Jr. will attempt to reschedule the fight with the 27-year-old McKinson or if this is it. After being hospitalized from Monday to Tuesday with rhabdomyolosis, the decision was made for Ortiz to pull out of the contest with McKinson. It was noticeable that Virgin, Virgil didn't look well recently in his last interview. Given the huge advantage that Virgil had over the light-hitting McKinson, he probably could still have beaten the British fighter, even at less than 100%, but it wouldn't be difficult to catch up uh, to him because he moves nonstop and is a crafty fighter. Um, uh, I wish I could tell you uh, uh, what the actual uh, diagnosis is in regards to, but this is what Virgil Ortiz said. First and foremost, I'm very sorry and disappointed to be not fighting this Saturday. Camp was going great, and I was doing very good in sparring and training in general. But for the last two weeks, I didn't feel like myself. I just felt like my body was deteriorating. And I don't know uh, why it was, and I was frustrated. Being the fighter that I am and trying to tough it out, but when it's your own body fighting against you, there's little you can do. Luckily, my dad was also able to tell I wasn't right and took me to the doctor. We ran some tests, and the doctor concluded that I had rhabdomyolosis. And I was hospitalized yesterday and had to stay overnight. It could have been a lot worse, and I'm thankful that we caught it on time. I'm very sorry to let you guys down. Believe me, if there's... I have a chance of me fighting, it would be. And uh, finally, we see a Showtime boxing schedule 2022. Uh, Star-studded lineup is highlighted by Spence Jr., That's, uh, Tank Davis, and the Charlo brothers, as well as Benavides popping up in the headlines here. Showtime Sports and Premier Boxing Champions today announced nine boxing events across the first half of 2022, featuring some of the most respected, accomplished, and dynamic stars in highly competitive matchups. The lineup pits champions against champions and top contenders against top contenders to form the strongest and most ambitious schedule in the history. The robust lineup includes nine marquee events across five months featuring 21 undefeated fighters, two world championships unification bouts, uh, one for all four world title belts and the coveted title of undisputed champion, and one uh, for three world title belts. Seven world championship matches with at least 13 world title belts at stake and three world title eliminators. All of the six, all of the top six, six ranked super welterweights fighting in seven week span. Wow. Several pivotal crossroad fights that uh, 
from super bantamweight to super middleweight with an average of two events per month through July. This massive schedule features the sport's biggest stars, Errol Spence Jr., Gervonta Tank Davis, Jamal Charlo, David Benavidez, and Jamal Charlo. I think I just said that, didn't I? Oh, sorry, Jermel Charlo and his brother, Jamal Charlo. There are also 18 fighters aged 27 years and younger, including unified world champion Stephen Fulton Jr. and highly regarded undefeated welterweight contender Jaron Boots Ennis. With this emphasis on youth and kingmaking, Showtime Sports and premier boxing champions are well positioned to carry the sport into the future. Led by Stephen Espinoza, president of sports and event marketing, uh, and programming Showtime Networks and four-time Emmy Award-winning executive producer David Dinkins Jr., who guides an all-star cast of commentators and production aces, Showtime remains the most tenured and trusted platform in boxing. Argu arguably the best active welterweight of this era, the undefeated Spence, already a unified champ, will seek to collect a third world title when he puts his WBC and IBF straps on the line against WBA world champion Yardinas Yugas. That's taking place on Saturday, April 16th. Um, boxing superstar and five-time, three-time division world, three division world champion Tank Davis will headline his fourth straight uh, Showtime event against nemesis Rolando Romero. And that'll take place on May 28th at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, and the bout comes on the heels, as we all know, of Davis' hard-fought 12-round unanimous decision over Isaac Pitbull Cruz, in which Davis overcame an injury in front of a star-studded crowd in Los Angeles last December. In other news, WBO 154-pound number one ranked contender, Tim Tayut, son of uh, Hall of Famer Katsya Tayut, who fought many of the most memorable bouts on Showtime, will make his U.S. debut Saturday, March 26, against 2012 U.S. Olympian and top contender Terrell Gausha at the Armory in Minneapolis. The streaking southpaw, Erickson Lubin and Sebastian Pandora will engage in a super welterweight title eliminator for the WBC interim title in the second of back-to-back -back intriguing crossroad matchups in the division on Saturday, April 9th. Jermel Charlo and Brian Castano will again uh, seek to become the first undisputed 154 champion in the four-belt era and just the third overall undisputed champion when they meet in the rematch of their 2021 Classic on May 14th in LA. Plus rising welterweight star Ennis, possibly the most talented boxer yet to win a world title, returns as the co-feature against Custio Clayton in an IBF welterweight title eliminator. Former two-time world champion Benavidez returns to action May 21st against knockout artist David Lemieux at 168 pounds to take place in Phoenix, Arizona in a bout between two of the sport's biggest punchers without a doubt and Fulton, in his first bout since his title unification win in the 122-pound division against Brandon Figueroa, will defend his titles on June 4th in Minneapolis against former unified world champion Danny Roman. Jermal Charlo will defend his WBC middleweight world championship for the fifth time on Saturday, June 18th, when he faces former world title challenger, WBC number six ranked, Masiej Suleki. Uh, Great, great fight night uh, taking place on the Juneteenth holiday weekend in Houston. Finally, on Saturday, July, July 9th in San Antonio, Texas, newly minted WBC featherweight world champion Mark Maxeo will make his first title defense since dethroning Gary Russell Jr. 
against unbeaten mandatory challenger and former super bantamweight title holder Ray Vargas. Wow. Showtime PBC uh, definitely putting uh, a lot of action uh, on air for us. Fantastic stuff. We look forward to it. Uh, and I thank you once again for joining us here on Talk and Fight. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and hit that unification, unification, notification bell uh, to receive news from us when we're coming up next. I'll see you again at 4 p.m. Eastern time with my core at 4 for Knuckle Up.